Welcome to your Stories, Your Strength podcast, a podcast about how your story or journey through life, its events and activities is your strength. What is storytelling and how can your story become your strength? Thank you for joining us today for episode seven, Words Matter. I'm Sarah Locke, your host, and today I'd like to discuss our words, how we use them, what we think they say, and what they might be saying to others. Words hold so much power. That's right, power, and have the incredible impact on our lives. They shape our thoughts, emotions, and relationships. Think about that. The words we use shape our thoughts, emotions, and relationships. However, what we think we're saying may not always convey the same meaning to others. Today, I want to explore the profound influence of words, the importance of kindness, and the need to educate ourselves for effective communications, period. Words have the ability to uplift, inspire, and heal. They can also cause harm, spread negativity, and create misunderstandings. The impact of our words goes beyond our intentions. They have the power to shape perceptions and influence behavior. Therefore, it's critical to be mindful of our choices of words and their potential consequences. An example of this is when I've ever lost a significant amount of weight. People that don't know why I have lost the weight might say, hey, they're skinny. Look at you withering away like it's a good thing. Others who know I have MS might jump to a conclusion that I'm unwell and say things like, oh, I'm so sorry you're not feeling well. In both examples, do I want to hear that I'm skinny and look weak? Instead of assuming I'm going for skinny and what I hear you saying is I was once fat, we need to educate ourselves on words we use. We're shaping the next generation with these words and describer words of skinny and fat can have a huge impact. I know they do on me. My whole upbringing is you're fat, you're fat, you're big, you're meat, meaty boned, right? You've got broad shoulders. You should be skinnier, go for skinny. Now all I want to be is healthy. And if I'm healthy and I feel good, I don't care what my body size is. Big, small, I'm happy, I'm healthy. Those are words we should be using. And yes, I know that despite our best efforts, misinterpretations and miscommunications are common occurrences and will happen. Each person brings their own unique perspective, examples, and understanding to each conversation we're in. Consequently, what we think we're saying may not always align with the recipient's interpretation of it. It is essential to recognize this inherent challenge and strive for greater clarity and empathy in our communication. Look at you, what have you been doing? This statement shows interest and expresses concern all at once. I have the opportunity to say, I've been working hard to lose weight so I feel better in my overall health. In that moment, you have learned that I'm looking for strength and I'm doing really well on my MS journey. And everyone is different that you talk to, so keep it an open-ended. It gives them room to respond honestly and openly without feeling judged or targeted in advance of even responding. 
Kindness acts as a bridge to understanding. When we speak with kindness, we create a safe and welcome environment for open dialogue. By choosing our words carefully and considering the impact they may have, we can foster positive and meaningful connections. Simple acts of kindness, like offering sincere compliments and expressing gratitude, can go a long way in making someone's day brighter. Think of your workday. When people approach you and say things, or if you're doing a presentation and somebody automatically goes out with the criticism part of it before saying, great job, great presentation, what I hear you saying is, right, we have to take a moment and instead of going on the attack, go on the compliment side first, express the gratitude for even presenting and being bold enough for to present these ideas that they had. And then come in with some well thought out responses or questions to help build the conversation. To improve our communication skills, it is crucial to actively educate ourselves. This means embracing diversity, seeking different perspectives, challenging our assumptions. By broadening our understanding of different cultures, beliefs, and experiences, we can become more sensitive communicators. This is incredibly true today for pronouns. This is a great example. You might not think that they're important, but they're everything to some. He, she, they, them. These words refer to a person's gender. Imagine if someone called you she when you were clearly a he. For LGBTQ people, pronouns may not match their assigned sex at birth, or they may not identify with the binary categories of male or female. It's a brand new world out there. There's a lot of room. Some people use they or them, which are gender neutral. These pronouns express their identity and avoid discomfort and anxiety. Remember, learning is a lifelong journey and every interaction is an opportunity for growth. The world and the people in it continue to evolve and we as individuals must do the same. I wanna share some tips for effective and kind communication. First off, listen actively. I don't want head nods and ahas. I want you to be paying attention to both the words spoken and the underlying emotions that might be right there with those words. Practice empathy and seek to understand before responding. Take a breath, think. Second, choose your words wisely. Be mindful of the impact your words may have on others. Use positive language first and avoid assumptions or judgments. Again, we don't know what others are experiencing and we just want to be supportive. Third, seek clarification. If you feel misunderstood or uncertain about what someone's saying, Kindly ask for clarification. It actually shows a genuine interest in understanding and builds a stronger connection between the two of you. And lastly, let's all practice patience. Effective communication takes time and effort. Be patient with not only yourself, but others, allowing space for open and honest conversations. Some of you might think, the world has become too weak and people just need to suck it up and know what I don't mean it in that way. What? 
If they take it as an insult or as bullying, it's on them. Wait, what? My entire life has been about how the world is just a weak place and people need to stand up and just move on with their lives. It doesn't matter what other people say or do, mind their own business. But when those words are coming at you, that is personal, it is your business. This is all far from the truth. People have not dealt well with just dealing with it. Look at the world around us. Death by suicide, spiraling anxiety in young adults, skyrocketing stress levels. We're all in a mental health crisis and it's not time to continue to disregard our feelings and how others' words and actions make us feel, but for all of us to take a step back and practice kindness, empathy, and try to understand one another a little better and stop spewing out quote unquote unintended insults. If it gets through that filter in your brain and out of your mouth, it was intended. And therefore you must practice and learn to grow in your communication. Words are powerful tools that can shape our relationships and impact our world. By recognizing the potential for misinterpretations and miscommunication, we can strive to communicate with kindness, empathy, and understanding. Let us educate ourselves, choose our words wisely, and embrace the power of thoughtful communication. Together, we can foster a world where words uplift, connect, and inspire. Thank you for joining me today. And until next time, own your story, tell it well, and share it often.